You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, session of swagalicious swooners, seven slushy schlitzes on a sultry summer Sunday. <laughs> so sinfully sweet. Mm. <laughs> this is Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 160, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your brainy, breathing brontosauruses with no bronchitis. Hmm. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. All true. All true. Yeah. So like many other recording days or Sundays, I usually have a race. In the morning, so I I would run the race and then come to to record during the races. All of the runners get like a race bib that uh-huh. has your number, and so they can take photos of you and they yeah. they can sort the numbers and also has a timing. Tell chip. if you're cheating. Yeah, yeah. tell if yeah. you're cheating. Yeah. It's it's really the anti cheating mechanism. Mm-hmm. You pick up your bib. It has four holes and they give you four safety pins and you yeah. pin it onto your shirt. And that has not changed. They haven't like discussed. They haven't like done a crazy <laughs> adhesive, All right. you yeah. know, or anything. There's, and there, but there's like chips in there now. They're yeah, computerized. Well, not in pins, but on the thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. But you and still I was like, pin it to yourself. At home, mm-hmm. I started kind of like you gathering all it, my right? bibs together. Yeah. yeah, four safety pins mm-hmm. per bib. Oh. And say I run maybe 52 races a year mm-hmm. times four. Like I just have like a <laughs> so pile, <many> <laughs> yeah. a pile of safety pins. I was mm-hmm. like, man, the racing industry is really keeping the safety pin industry like hmm. alive. That and yeah. the laundromat. Yeah. They're like, we yeah. lost the diaper industry. We yeah, got to yeah, find. Yeah. yeah. I think like old comic books with uh, like, you know, cartoons where they have like the baby and they always put the cloth diaper and they put a safety pin. Right. On it. And uh-huh. I was like, yeah. this seems like a really unsafe Thing, you know, well, it was sharp. to be safer. To be safer <laughs> right. than say just a pin a without a oh pin without a class. Yeah. yeah, safety pin. Really interesting. It was invented uh, mostly to pay off yeah. a debt. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 He was like hard up for money. Gotta well, invent something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. Walter Hunt. Uh, he owed his friend fifteen dollars. Uh-huh. And one day he's like, okay, well, I just got to I got to invent something to just make the money, you know, to pay. And this is like, God. you know, turn of the century. Brilliant. And so he took brass wire, uh, he coiled it, and then he made like a clasp so that the coil gives it a bounciness. Yeah. He sold the patent. He got the patent and he sold the patent to the W.R. Grace and Company for four hundred dollars. Oh, uh, roughly about ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And back oh, then okay, was, good. Yeah, yeah. but so but you, cutting but, himself out of any future yeah. royalties. Yeah. So yeah. using that, so using that four hundred dollar ruse, he mm. uh, paid fifteen dollars to his friend. Okay. And then he kept the $385 to himself. W.R. Yeah. Grace and Company is now Holy cow. millions of dollars in the safety pin industry. Yeah. Wow. Helping runners like me keep their anti-cheating bids <laughs> on, on their bodies. Interesting. The end. Yeah. I like how he's like, oh, I got to make some money. I'm <laughs> just making it. Make yeah. yeah. It's just that easy. And it's so turn used. of the century. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I yeah. Need yeah. something. Yeah. Slash, I'm a yeah. dentist. Slash, I'm a this. Like, they're everything. Right, yeah. right, you know, right. Well, like, you didn't need a lot of schooling for a lot of things just, back in those you days. You just need a good idea. All right. Yeah. That, I thought that was you need fun. You need a, a pair of pliers and a dream in your heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, to right. be a dentist. And a debt. To really fuel fuel you. Right. To really light the flame under your butt, which was how a lot of dentistry was done. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, was you gotta keep and... it sanitized. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, let's jump into our first journal trivia segment. Pop quiz! Hot shot! And I have a random trivial pursuit card here from Genus 4. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Back to real trivial Back pursuit to, yeah, card. Oh man, no. last week's episode, that was some painful the, stuff. You know, forte. <laughs> the, less, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You guys want to play some unfun trivia? <laughs> no, here we're back to we're back to nerd fun. Alright. Uh here we go. Buzzers ready, please. Okay. Blue Edge for people and places. What country has the most seats in the European Parliament? Keep in mind this card is old. Right. And I think before EU. Oh. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. What country has the most seats in the European Okay. Uh Chris. I don't know. Russia? Incorrect. Germany. 
It is Germany. Oh, okay. Good job. I assume it's based on population. Mm-hmm. Don't you know. know. What? Don't the know. Card doesn't say. Don't know. You know what? Okay. You can right. look it up. All right. You have Wikipedia too. <laughs> Pink wedge for arts and entertainment. What Steven Spielberg movie premiere in Vienna was passed up by Kurt Waldheim? Oh. Uh, Chris. Schindler's List? Correct. Uh, yellow for history. What office must you hold to grace the bottom right side of the dollar bill with your signature? Oh. Colin. Uh, is that the Secretary of the Treasury? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's do Brown Wedge for Science and Nature. What bean comes in Ethiopian, Kenyan, Puerto Rican, and Sumatran varieties? Everybody, coffee, the human bean. This was this is before like uh, Sumatra was like the buzzword of every coffee in Starbucks too. Yeah, green wedge for sports and leisure. How many of every ten viewers watch the Super Bowl from outside the U.S.? Oh, Oh, how many of every ten outside the U.S.? (laughs) That many, Colin. Four. This is dated. Four so. out of every ten. Forty percent. No, not in uh, one out of every ten. No. <gasps> Two. Nine. Nine. What? What? I knew it was high. I didn't know it was oh, that high. The whole world. Wow. For the halftime show? I don't know. It's That's... just, it's a spectacle. I, I guess mean, so. Yeah, just... wow. Now, wait, I, say that I, again. Wow. What was it? One out of... How many of every ten viewers watch the Super Bowl from outside I the guess, U.S.? Yeah, I guess the halftime X-Hats. show would be oh, so big that, of like... Of all the people in the world watching it, yeah. what percentage are outside? I just didn't it's figure, only 10 I just, I just didn't figure okay. that many people that's watched still a lot, it outside that's of America. A lot higher, but I, I think guess. they were like, oh, billions of people watch or right. something well, like that. Well, I guess based on the fact of the halftime show, I guess a lot of people would watch it, yeah. All right, last question, wild card. What Georgia novelist correctly predicted, quote, I am going to die in a car crash. I feel certain of this. Oh, yeah. Creepy. Uh, it, 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 uh, uh, oh, I was... Uh. <laughs> it's a lady. Yep, yep. Um, uh, uh, Georgia. Oh, my God. It has alliteration in her name. Yeah. Oh. Fanny Flag? No. Is that a real person? Yeah, oh, probably okay. tomatoes, no. but, but oh, it's older okay. than yeah. that. Also still Margaret alive. Mitchell. Margaret oh, Mitchell. Okay. I was thinking that. Okay. I was like, alliteration. Is that a person? <laughs> that sounds like, like yeah. a person. Gone with the Wind, right? Oh! Uh, okay. That lady. Yes, mm. that lady. Uh, I wonder when she died, because there was very high fatality rate Oh, with, with cars. car crashes? Yeah. Just because sure. of like the lack of safety? Yeah, mm-hmm. and people didn't know how to do it. I mean, right. like, yeah. there were, like, all sorts of reasons why that was bad. The cars were crappy, all sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, good job, Brains. Today, episode 160, you know what that means. Every fifth episode of Good Job, Brain, we uh, don't have a theme or a topic. We prepare our own random quizzes for each other and for you guys, listeners, uh, to play along, to quiz along. So today, get ready for All Quiz Bonanza, number Thirty-two. I will start us off. I have a quiz for you guys called Literally Speaking. And the inspiration for this, Karen, came from uh, a few episodes ago. We were talking uh, about the flagship. Do you oh, remember this? Yeah, because I was uh, like, that's, that's what real... the flagship yeah. store is named it's after a, yep. a ship that has ship flags. That has flag so on. I have a quiz for you guys okay. that's all about words that today we almost exclusively use by their metaphorical gotcha. meaning, some later meaning. And I mm-hmm. want you to tell me what is the literal, or by which I mean the original meaning of this word before okay. we started using this word I metaphorically. Think I, just saw, I just saw somebody, I think it was on Twitter, it might have been a friend of mine or might have just been somebody on Twitter saying like, yeah, my daughter just asked me, why do we say hang up the phone? Yeah. And I was like, right. oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not right, yeah. right. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. So yeah. this will be a buzzer <laughs> quiz. Get your guys' buzzers ready. So we'll do a sample question here. So I might say, the largest or most important store in a retail chain is often referred to as the flagship store. Literally speaking, what is a flagship? Gotcha. And okay. you would say... It's a ship with flags on it. Yeah. And, and you, you know, lead ship. Okay. More, more specifically, they say it's the like the, the admiral's flag. You know, mm-hmm. it would be like whatever ship is in charge of the, right, okay. uh, the fleet. Um, right. So here we go. Get your buzzers ready. Okay. When you are working on a large or lengthy project, you'll often talk about major steps in the process as milestones. Literally speaking, what is a milestone? Mm-hmm. Karen. 
It is a stone indicating an actual uh, mile of of distance. That's right. On the on a trip. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It'd be almost always stone off on the side of the road. 30 miles to London or, you know, whatever distance you're traveling to. You'll often hear... That's a pretty easy quiz. Well, you know, like a lot of these quizzes, they ramp up in difficulty. Well, listen to Karen after one question. After one question, she's all in. All right. This is a dumb quiz. This is a pretty easy quiz. All right, Karen. All right, here we go. Get get back to me in four questions, Karen. All right. You'll often hear the leader of a criminal organization called a kingpin. If you're a Marvel Comics fan, you also know the kingpin. Literally speaking, what is a kingpin? Karen. It is the pin most in front of bowling. Incorrect. <gasps> That's what you thought too? That's what I thought yeah. too, yeah. You're, you're in the right ballpark, but that is not the correct answer. Oh, is it with bowling? bowling? Oh, is it, is it the pin that's... In the position that's right in the middle, so that amount. should we get out of the bowling metaphor entirely? I'll just tell you the answer. How oh, about yeah. that? Oh, okay. Uh, Kingpin comes from the game of Kales, K A Y L E S, which okay. was a kind of a really early proto bowling, okay. you know, nine pin, ten pin kind of game. Yeah. And in Kales, you would have a row of nine pins set in a row. Mm. The one in the middle would be taller than the rest, uh-huh. and that is the king pin. Okay. And the goal of the game is to there are various rules about knocking so Karen, the pins over. So Karen was basically correct. Yeah, you, she, well, was about, she was about as right as anybody was going to get. You're, you're pretty any, close. If, you're if pretty we close. don't have any Kales players <laughs> You're here. pretty close. Well, I mean, the thing to <laughs> note, though, the thing to note, though, player. The, the thing to note is that in bowling, they're uh-huh. all the same size. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. not just the one in front. It's yeah. in it's, it's bigger it's than the rest. Right. 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 Well, if there was one that was bigger than the rest, yes. that would be the kingpin. That would be the kingpin. Yep. Okay. Queen Elizabeth... Queen Elizabeth II, if you prefer, uh, is nominally the head of state of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth. Uh, but in reality, she's what we call a figurehead ruler. Mm-hmm. She has no actual governing power, like the Emperor of Japan as well. Okay. Literally speaking, what is a figurehead? Yeah. Chris. Uh, I believe it's the thing on the front of a, of a ship. Um, that uh, mm-hmm. that might be metaphorical also, but a, a figurehead on the front of the ship, like, like a the mermaid. mermaid. Or that is yeah. absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bust or a full figure, yep. often yep, of a yep. woman or a female mermaid of some type. Yeah, yeah. carved yeah. carved onto Anatomical the front of a ship. Left up to yeah. the designer. Yes, <laughs> yes. Frequently <laughs> seen boobs. in right. many right. pirate right. movies. Right, right. Sure. Yeah, whether whether she's topless or not tells you uh, who the audience of that particular entertainment <laughs> is. You're going to talk mm-hmm. about the queen. Whether she's topless or not. <laughs> <laughs> she's the figurehead. That's that's between the queen and her people. That That's... <laughs> wow, so progressive. <laughs> Writers and historians will often talk of watershed moments. Watershed mm. moments, like a, meaning a crucial turning point or a major event. Like this was a watershed moment for the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally speaking, what is a watershed? I've never heard of this word. Chris. Is it, a, is it a part of a dam that you can like lower to let water through the dam? Or like, you know, interesting, interesting. Dam? No, that's not, <laughs> not quite right. No, okay, no. Okay. Water shelter? What? What is it? Watershed. Watershed. Mm-hmm. Watershed. It is. It's related to geography to and topology. Something to do with landslides or um, a watershed is the is essentially the line on which all of the water on one side flows in one direction to an ocean oh, or a basin, oh. and all the water on the other side flows in another direction to another basin. So if you have a river on one side of the watershed and a river on the other side of a watershed, they will go in opposite directions. Yes. Yeah. So the metaphorical meaning of a watershed moment is like, all right, here we are. Everything before us is one way of the world, Absolutely. and everything coming after us is a different way oh, of the world. Cool. Yeah. Still, still pretty easy, Karen? Yeah? Is it? I still don't river. how that... But it's okay. It's fine. I'll look it up. Like, I can't picture... The- so imagine... So, so for example, like, the Continental Divide in the United States, right? The Continental Divide, all the rivers on one side flow into the Pacific, all the rivers on the other side flow into the Atlantic. If a person or an organization is the last to stand for something, you may hear them described as the bastion... You might say North Korea is the last bastion of communism, mm-hmm. or the BBC is the last bastion of proper English. Uh, I'm not passing, you know, judgment on either of those statements, by the way. Literally speaking, what is a bastion? Chris, it's a it's a feature of a uh, of a of a castle, or it's a or it's a stronghold. I will accept that absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A bastion, bastion. is is uh, it's on a castle or a fortress. It's it's a it's an outcropping. 
specifically on the outer perimeter. Ah. And they're almost always five-sided, you know, one side being against the castle. And the idea is with the angles, you can set up, you know, your archers or whomever to defend any angle of attack. Oh. You can attack people scaling the walls, coming at you from over the hill. And so if you're down to your last bastion, you know, right. it's sort of a, a holdout there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shed for water. <laughs> it's where you keep your water. Last one. Last one. <laughs> if we say someone is a stickler for etiquette or uh-huh. a real stickler for the details, uh, we mean that person, we mean that not only do they know a lot about it, mm-hmm. but they want to make sure that you know that you're doing it the right way. Literally speaking, what is a stickler? Literally speaking. I didn't know that was the ori- the original meaning of the word. What what is a stickler? I think of a stick and a tickler, or like a, like <laughs> like, like someone who pokes burrs those weeds. I will. Uh, this is a very old word. Uh-huh. Uh, it, there was a verb to stickle. To stickle. Okay. The stickler was the one who stickled. Let's bring that back. Uh, a stickler was, uh, in the original sense, a referee or an umpire. Oh. And so oh. you might have, like, a, a fencing competition or a boxing match. You would want somebody to be, you know, the impartial judge or the, the ref, you know, the moderator. So the stickler okay. would be the person who would decide upon the rules, the would decide, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're not abiding by the rules. This is the winner. And yeah, the idea of sort of enforcing other people's behavior like hyper correctly enforcing other people's behavior is the one that sort of carried through. Yeah. No huh. one uses stickle. Stickle. Not anymore, right? Like you, but, we call them a referee, like officially for games and stuff. Yeah. It's it's a very old word, right? But you could but if you want to But they were yeah. official. Yeah. That's the meaning. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. Cool. Good job, guys. Cool. Hey, all right. I came across a list of CNN's uh top 50 American dishes. Okay. Like iconic American dishes. Not just America's whole, mm. but regional. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There's like sourdough bread and there's you know, mm-hmm. jambalaya mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. And so I have uh, some cool questions about some of these American-y mm. food. All right. Okay. Um, so it is a write-down quiz. So everybody oh. get your pads and pens ready. And I want to start with something we've talked about a little bit before, but I love the fact that there's so many regional varieties. Clam chowder. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Chowder. I'm going to list. So clam chowder, we probably know the, the New England clam chowder the best, which is the white creamy ones. Yeah. Uh, there are many, many regional huh. versions. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read them out and please write down what you think. What are the oh, ingredients what is the, that? Okay. What yeah. is the thing mm-hmm. that gotcha? That okay. makes a different ingredient or style or whatever of okay. these different ones. Okay. All right. Okay. So we know New England clam chowder, Manhattan mm-hmm. clam chowder, mm-hmm. okay. Rhode Island clam chowder, New Jersey clam chowder. Whoa. Delaware clam chowder, and one last one. Menorcan clam chowder. Menorcan? Like Menorca? Menorcan. Okay. Menorcan style. Okay. But it's U.S. These How are all U.S. It? foods. M-I-N-O-R-C-A-N. Huh. Don't know what that is. Okay. Delaware. I'm still all stuck on Delaware. So we know New England. What is Manhattan clam chowder? Rhode Island clam chowder. New Jersey clam chowder. Delaware clam chowder. And Menorcan Clam chowder. Mm, all right. All right. <laughs> I think we're all going to get like at least one. Yeah, yeah. So Manhattan clam chowder. Everybody is correct. It's it red. is red. Mm. It's made of tomato. It's not a creamy base. Mm-hmm. And Rhode Island clam chowder. Chris is correct. Uh, Rhode Island is clear. I said mushrooms. mushrooms. Oh, so mushrooms. No. And you said... Clear. Dana clear. has not spent time on the East Coast. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So, clear clam chowder. New Jersey uh, uses bacon. Oh. oh that's what I put for Delaware. I, I, I put, put snooky Chris for New Jersey. Snook- I couldn't think of it. I, you put spray tan. <laughs> I, put, I put with sausage. Oh. Half point? Half, yeah. half point, yeah. maybe? Yeah. 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 Same book, different okay. pages. Yeah. 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 <laughs> spray tan. Ew. <laughs> Uh, Delaware. What makes Delaware clam chowder is uh, salted pork cubes and hmm. quahog 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 oh, clams. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and you put yeah, bacon. I put bacon close. 
Yeah. Tax benefits. <laughs> this has become like uh, uh, an yeah. statement. What, what do I know? I don't know. Cheese clam chowder. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I had already used that right. sauce. So Menorcan is a weird one. Menorcan is. <laughs> Dana put rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. Uh, Island style. You oh. put s- spicy or chili style. And then you put onion. Chris said onion. So Menorcan is yes, uh, based on Menorca, mm-hmm. uh, Spain, Spain Menorca. There, it's said that only two places uh, eat Menorcan clam chowder, and that is Spain mm-hmm. and uh, Florida, huh? Because huh. of the, oh, the, the, the Spanish, yeah, Spanish yeah. influence. Um, Interesting. Specifically, Saint Augustine, the city of Saint Augustine. And what makes Menorcan in it? Special is Spanish datil pepper. So it is huh. spicy. Yeah. Oh, spicy, okay. spicy. Wow. Collins are pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Lots of clam Never chowder. Never had New Jersey clam chowder, apparently. <laughs> Spray oh, it? Spray yeah. no. okay. I've had clam chowder with bacon a lot, but it was never ID'd for me as being... So <laughs> it seems like that area. So, like, New Jersey has bacon. Delaware has, uh, you know, their own... The Delaware has salted pork, but right. also a specific type of clam. So it seems like that region just uh, likes putting pork products mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. their soup. All right. Well, uh, let's take a trip to the West Coast California roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We California roll times named yes. after California. Was it invented by the Japanese or the American? Oh. Not sushi, the California roll. The California uh, roll. Which is So just just for clarification. Rice. A Japanese person living in America, would you count that as That a, would be that would be Japanese or American person okay. living in Japan would be Okay. American. Okay. Uh for those who are not familiar, California roll is a sushi roll. That is rice on the outside, and that has imitation crab meat, mm. avocado. This is hard because I feel like I I knew the answer, and then I like was like, but maybe that was wrong. And now, I, I, <laughs> okay, inception. Uh, myself. Chris okay. puts Japanese. Dana says American. I Colin th- says Japanese. This is a trick question. It is invented. In America, uh-huh. by a Japanese chef in L.A. Okay. That's what I yeah. thought. That's I what was, I was saying. That, that was so, your rules. So yeah. Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Japanese chef in Los Angeles in the 60s and 70s. Oh, and, that early. And very early, mm-hmm. post-war. And the thing is, why the substitution or these ingredients? Uh, one thing is because uh, Americans might have an aversion with nori, which is the seaweed. Mm. Yeah. Kind of weird that uh, also, it's like... Also, the imitation crab meat is cooked. It's cooked yeah. already. It's not raw fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, prevalence of avocados. It's a very <laughs> yeah. Californian. And also, yeah. um, it's it's also to give it that that rich, yeah. like the fatty tuna taste oh, without the raw without fish. fish. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also the rice sense. on the outside cool. because yeah. we're more... I never know, thought okay about that. Rice. Yeah, put, yeah, put the, the, put the, the scary the scary seaweed on the inside yeah Yeah. exactly California roll actually invented in California but by a Japanese person Mm. not entirely a a A Japanese person who lives in America for Americans (laughs) (laughs) that's true potato chips potato chips were invented in what state oh Uh, this comes up all the time It is an American invention. Mm-hmm. It might have been inspired by other things that exist, the, the fried things, but this dish in particular. What state? I feel like we've talked about this before. All right. Dana says New York. Chris says what are you New saying? York. Oh, okay. Colin says New York 99%. 99%. I like how you put your comment. 99%. Yeah. Potato chips invented at the Moon Lake Lodge in Saratoga Springs, New York. Yay. In 1853, by Chef George Crumb, and the legend is yeah. uh, out of spite. <laughs> yes, it was made out of spite. Um, so in the olden days, uh, French fries were actually not like a fast food. It was kind of like a, a fancy food. You know, mm. it's fried in duck fat or whatever. It's you mm. eat it off a plate with knife and fork. And uh, this one customer said, "You know what? My fries are a little bit t- cut too thick." Mm. Mm. So send it back to the kitchen. And so they remade it with thinner fries. And then he sent it back again and was like, this is still too thick. And so George Crumb, the chef, was like, okay, well, you wanted thin chips. Took a potato, 
slice is so thin that you can't even like use a fork to pick it up because mm-hmm. it's so thin and it's fried crispy. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was a hit. And <laughs> yeah. uh, this was an- some of the greatest inventions come from like Spite. fights between who can be the bigger a hole. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna send back my potatoes twice. Yeah. And the chef's like, <laughs> word caught on, and uh, Mr. Herman Lay, a traveling salesman, started selling these ah. out of a plastic bag. Eventually, of course, uh, Lay's Corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Then joined with Frito, becoming Frito Lay. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Key lime pie. Yeah. Mm, key yummy. lime pie. Delicious. What color is traditional key lime pie? Oh. Famous from the Key West, the Floridian area. Key lime pie. What color should key lime pie be? Everybody's correct. Everyone put yellow. Yes, it is not yeah. green. It is not lime green or mint green right. or mm-hmm. super green. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to put food coloring in it. <laughs> uh, and the, the, the juice of the key lime and the rind will have like a, a creamy, like yellowish green tinge, but mm-hmm. it should not look fake. Yeah. Key lime pie. So yeah. the invention of key lime pie is it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, condensed milk is a substitution for a fresh cream. No, like key lime pie was made with with condensed milk and this is the reason why in that area in the florida keys there are a lot of sailors the heat and the sun and the weather dairy fresh dairy is very hard to keep and so when condensed milk was invented Mm -hmm. it was almost almost a couple years after invented it was super popular in areas where where food might be scarce or extreme weather or sailors on a ship and the 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 science of key lime pie is you don't cook key lime pie. You don't no, bake it. Right. It just it sets. Yeah. The, so how yeah. weird is you have like goopy condensed milk and you have key lime juice and all of a sudden you have like this kind of like mm. creamy custard. Yeah. It's because of a chemical reaction of the acid in huh. the key lime. It's the same reaction as the, like this is why like ceviche. lemon 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 and cream will curdle in your yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's it's there is the the acid will cook the enzyme like hmm. quote cook and that's how it thickens naturally. Hmm. But current key lime pie is mostly made from Tahitian lime or Persian lime, not real key limes. Key limes are actually pretty hard to find. Uh, um, thanks so, for I'm so yeah. hungry now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and there you go. Some, uh, a little tour of, of American, American cool. eats. Nice. And no. trivia no. behind it. Delaware style key lime pie has <laughs> chunks of sausage, sausage. right <laughs> in there. Salted pork. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Well, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I can give you guys a quiz right now. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I thought you were ready to go have some pie. Well, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I have a, a fun twist on the music quiz for you, and that okay. is um, that uh, we we often ask uh, we play a clip of music and we ask for the name of the artist. In this case, uh, I'm going to tell you who the artist is performing every one of these songs. Uh, he is, I'm sure, a favorite of all of us here at Good Job Brain. Maybe a lot of you guys. Uh, one of the greatest musicians the world has ever known, Mr. Weird Al Yay! Yankovic. Okay. <laughs> um, Weird Al Yankovic, known as the absolute master of the parody song of taking someone else's mm-hmm. song and rewriting the lyrics and performing it himself quite, quite well. Quite well. Uh, the, his live shows are, they're like three hours long Whoa. and he changes his costume for every song. Wow. <laughs> so when he performs, Fact, his parody of Michael Jackson's Bad, 
he gets dressed up in the full-on fat oh, suit I didn't know with that. makeup for that performance. It Just is that wow. coming out of a Weird Al show. It is like, I cannot believe <laughs> how hard this guy works. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yes. It is a, a two-part uh, music quiz, and you're actually going to be writing down your answers. Um, because this is what I, I want from you guys. Um, I'm going to ask you who was the original artist uh, that performed yeah. the song that Weird Al Yankovic is parodying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then also, uh, the title of the Weird Al version of okay. the song, which should be determinable from <laughs> the title of the original and the subject matter of Weird Al's version. Okay. So it's two points. So I will give you the Weird Al song. We will listen to it and you will try to determine A, the right. artist that performed the original. Okay. And B, uh, the title of Weird Al's parody version. Okay. Each one of them will be some kind of playful spin on the title of the original song. They are guessable. So here is clip number one. I recall the time they found those fossilized mosquitoes and before long they were cloning DNA. Oh man, original artist. Yes, I know the song. It's a little bit of a tricky one. It's a little bit of a tricky one. He is best known to our nation's children. uh, The original artist of the original version of the song. Best known to our nation's children as a uh, as an actor. Okay, as an actor who may have appeared in one or two of their favorite movies uh, of the 21st century. All right, Um, that is your only hint. If that jogs your memory, then you knew it somewhere. It was somewhere in your punch bowl. If it doesn't, then it wasn't in your punch bowl, and you get no points. I am going to have to call this at some point. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know the song. I don't know. I can't know the artist. Yep. Yeah. So, Karen says Jurassic Park. I, 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 Colin says Jurassic funny. Park. Dana says Ringo Starr. Um, <laughs> so, the song is Jurassic Park. It is a parody of the song MacArthur Park. The first person to record MacArthur Park was Richard Harris, who later in life would play oh. Albus Dumbledore oh. in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, wow. He was oh, the first okay. person to record it. Well-known uh, Donna Summer's disco version, but she was not the original artist. Question. It was Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Yeah. First recorded oh, Jurassic he's Park. He's a singer? Yeah. Wow. A renaissance okay. man. Yes. Uh, clip number two. One won't try to bite. One that won't chew a hole in my socks. One that won't quack all night. One that won't try to bite. One that won't chew a hole in my socks. One that won't quack all night. Again, should be guessable from the original version and the context of the lyrics. Colin has his answer up. Uh, Dana has her answers up. (laughs) Karen says Huey Lewis and what, the power of Dove? Dove. (laughs) Uh, Colin similarly says Huey Lewis in the news and I want a new duck. That's and good. Dana says yeah. Huey Lewis in the news and duck. Um, I was like, I don't. Know I that. would have to. Yeah. So the the person who is the rightest uh, is Colin. That is in the. So you were all corrected. Is Huey Lewis in the news? Uh, and the the song title is I Want a New Duck. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the song was I Want a New Drug yeah. by Huey Lewis in the news, and I want a I new want duck. A duck. Uh, yeah. And he sings about how he wants a different one duck that than the one, cur- one that won't yeah. quack all night. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Again, these are the good ones, folks. All right, here we go. <laughs> Clip number three. Potato skins, potato cakes, hash browns, and instant flakes. Baked or boiled, or French fried. There's no kind you haven't tried. <laughs> Colin, I'm pretty sure, has it. <laughs> Karen says, question mark, question mark. Uh, yes. Dana says, blank and uh, slave to potato. Oh. <laughs> really uh, circling it. Uh, Colin is correct. It is Robert Palmer who originally did the oh, song Addicted yeah. to Love. Weird Al Yankovic's version is called Addicted to Spuds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's hard to tell for me yeah. like, what the original song was. Like, yeah. I'm sure if you play it a longer, then I was like, oh, it's also 80s. Clip yeah. number... Yeah, very 80s. Those last two, yeah. Clip number four. This is very okay. 90s. This next right. song is very 90s. 
Time you can oh, listen to the it. lyrics. Karen has it. Colin thinks he has it. One more time, we're gonna listen. Go to the store, carry some money that help you buy more. The tab is there to open the can. The can is there to hold it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dana know. says uh, REM and uh, stand in the middle. Colin says R.E.M. and Spam. Karen says R.E.M. and Can't. Yes, it is uh, the R.E.M. song Stand. And then the parody version Stand is Spam. The, <laughs> the tab is there to, to open, open the, the can. can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here is another one. We had this uh, back in the day and listened to this probably more than the original. But do you recall the original? Hmm. And importantly, do you recall the artist who did this? This is one hit wonder. You see, I just gotta have a tostada, carne asada. That's right, I want the whole enchilada. My only addiction has to do with a flour tortilla. I need a quesadilla. I love to stuff my face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, firing neurons in my brain that have not been tickled in many years there. Oh, man. So, yes, oh, wow. Dana says Gerardo Taco Suave. Uh, Colin <laughs> says Gerardo Taco Grande. Karen says Rico Suave Taco Grande. <laughs> um, giving people as many points as possible. Yes, the title of the Weird Al version is Taco Grande, based on the song Rico Suave by Gerardo. So, I think everybody got at least a point there. Okay. Uh, just two more in this quiz. Wow. Just two more. All right. Hurts me to walk anywhere. Went to see my physician, Dr. Jones. He took my trousers off. Told me to cough. I got a lot of specific language in there relating to a medical ailment. Karen says, question mark, question mark. Colin says, cool in the gang, nothing. Dana says, James Brown, nothing. The song is James Brown's Living in America. Weird Al Yankovic's version. The doctor took my trousers off and told me to cough, and I might have to wear a truss because he's living with a hernia. Living with a hernia. I remember that now. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking like prostate. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, what does that have to do with disc? Like Mm -hmm. the disc of a back? Right, right, right. I'm realizing now that the only part of the James Brown song that I can really say is the living in America. But it's like, you obviously can't play that. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) All right. Nice. I was like, yeah. mm, sounds like somebody imitating James Brown. Yeah. That's what that was like. Yeah. All right. Uh, final audio clip. This, this is your moment for a comeback. Yes. Okay. Here we go. This is the hardest one. Sorry. This song is a duet. Two artists originally performed the okay. original song. It is simply Weird Al Yankovic on the recording, however. Okay. So you're going to write down two artist names. One point each. All right. One point each. All right. Real moment for some comebacks here. I don't know who's in the lead or whatever, but yeah, okay. I think Colin. There we go. Okay, yeah, we'll say yeah. it's Colin. All right. Okay. Two artists and one Weird Al parody song name. Here we go. I'm trying to think like who's who's he oh, imitating? Okay. I'm trying to think like uh, man, he's not, he's not imitating mm, okay. the artists. I'll just guess. Uh, uh, well, it's hard. Okay, well, not looking so good. Uh, Dana says Cindy Lauper and Rick Springfield. I, you know, I'm glad that you're guessing. You know, because <laughs> yeah. maybe you got one of them, but you didn't. Um, yeah. Colin, Paul his, McCartney, and Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, not so much. <laughs> um, and Karen says question mark question mark. The uh, the song itself was Stop Dragging My Heart Around, which was originally uh, performed by Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks. It was uh, a big duet hit for the two of them. Weird Al Yankovic's uh, parody version, of course, is Stop Dragging My Car Around. 
God. He's yelling it to a tow truck. And he's got to go all over. Man, these are these are eighty centric weirdo. No, uh, no chameleonaire. No. All right. That was good. That was was, was appropriately tough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The corporate world is like the ocean. It's alluring, but it's also full of deadly creatures that can shred you to pieces. It becomes kind of like a Game of Thrones political arena where everyone's trying to murder you to get your job or your title. As former corporate executives, we know firsthand that navigating corporate waters is not easy. My family doesn't come from corporate backgrounds, so I didn't have any sort of guidance in that. I wish people would be able to understand in this corporate world that talking about things that don't work or identifying problems does not mean you're a problem. We'll dive deep into what happens behind fancy corporate doors or Zoom backgrounds or whatever. Are they really performance improvement plans or just a legal tool to get rid of people? (laughs) I know a lot of people have been saved because of them. We've created a show to help you navigate tricky corporate situations based on research and real life experience. I have really good advice. Don't go to a strip club with your team. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to the Ambie Award nominated podcast, Surfing Corporate. Yeah. All right. This is going to be easier for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it down a notch. So the other day I was um polishing my nails and I noticed that the word polish and polish like I've thought this oh, before sure, yeah. but they're spelled, they're spelled the same way but they are pronounced totally differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, nail polish not nail po- or right. not nail polish not nail polish. Or yes. polish sausages. <laughs> yeah, polish sausages totally. Um mm-hmm. that's called a heteronym. Yeah. And uh, so it's words that are written identically but have a different pronunciation and meeting. Oh. So this is a quiz about heteronym. Oh. oh. I, heteronym. Right. Bring me the police remover of Nail. Yeah. <laughs> Nail. <laughs> I'll uh, give you two Polish. definitions. Two definitions. Oh, oh, oh. And then you give me the, the word. The, the, pr- the, word. the word, right. The, pair, <laughs> the yeah. spelling. The spelling. It's yeah. a word game. It's a word game. <laughs> so you guys buzz in when you have the answer. So this will be a bit of a speed round because I think you're going to get it okay. pretty all right, quickly. All right. All right. Uh, first question. A knot tied with two loops and two in- loose ends or to bend the head or the upper part <laughs> of the body? Bow and bow. Yeah. Well, can we, should we at least wait for yeah. the, no. the question? Oh, okay. All right. All right. No, no, no. We, all we right. can. We can. <laughs> yeah. All right. To plant a seed or a female pig? Karen. Sow and sow. Yes. That was, she hadn't said pig yet. Yeah, I know. To be in charge or command of, or the chemical element of the atomic number 82. Uh, Colin. Uh, lead and lead. Oh. To abandon, or a dry, barren area of land. To abandon. Abandon or a dry, barren area. Oh, oh, Colin. Uh, desert and dessert. Oh. Nice. Yep. Not legally recognized or a person made weak or disabled by illness or injury. Colin. Invalid oh, and invalid. Nice. Yes. Oh, I was thinking void. I was like, void. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to move emotionally or to pretend to have or feel something. To move emotionally or to pretend to have or feel something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Karen. Effect? Yes. Affect uh, and affect. Oh, uh-huh. yes. Oh, affect, yeah, not yes. effect. Yes. Affect yeah. and affect. Yep. yep. Oh, nice. Oh. Low in pitch or a fish? <laughs> Karen. Bass and bass. Yes. A farm machine that harvests and threshes or to bring two or more things together? Uh, combine and combine. Yes. Oh. Yeah. To strike or a sideboard meal? Say that again? To strike or a sideboard meal. A sideboard meal? Yeah. A meal on a sideboard. A meal on a sideboard? Mm-hmm. If you had a meal laid out on the sideboard, like something like that. Uh, Buffet oh. and buffet. Oh, yes. yes. Wow. Nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. To provide comfort from grief or a control unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, con- console and console. Yes. Nice. <laughs> a bird or to have plunged deeply downward. Plunged deeply downward. Deeply downward. Karen. No, I'm wrong. Colin. Uh, dove and dove. Yes. Oh. Last one. 
a small motorcycle, or to have been dejected and apathetic. Colin. Moped and moped. Oh, yes. Oh. Moped. Good wow. job. I learned something today. How's it good, Chris? It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Moped. I never... I guess when you're reading it, maybe, but when you're saying it, you're like, in context, I, uh, you just... It's, it's, it's sort of related to, like, to this day... I I always read it as mizzled when I see misled M I S L E D. I'm like he mizzled him. He mizzled him. What? Oh, misled. That's right. right. I know this yep. word. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. It was um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the head, the the, the Democrat Party. You oh, know, okay. like yeah, the chairperson was said that on TV at some point. She was like, "We don't want to be misled by these people." I was like, no. <laughs> That's what happens when you read a word your whole life. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, true. Misled. And we got one last quizzy quiz. I will close us out with a quiz called "Where's the Original." Um, this is <laughs> this is going to be a quiz about place names. We have a lot of oh, cities, sure. countries, states, places in the world with "new" in front of them. Oh, this is a question okay. for you about where's the original, where's okay. the old. So if I were to say, "I know you know the city of New York," mm-hmm. yeah. but where is original York? Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I would accept. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll accept okay. that. Right. Oh, exactly. really? Yeah. Yeah. It's right. Well, you know, I mean, be more specific if you can. <laughs> yeah. uh, mainly, I'll accept it because it's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't, okay. Want, you, you don't want us to say planet Earth for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> right. The solar system. The northern hemisphere. <laughs> right. I narrowed it down for you. Mm. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, buzz in when you're ready. Okay. And no, no trick questions or anything. Okay. Like, there wasn't a. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know the city of New Orleans. But where is original Orleans? Uh, that was all together. <gasps> France. It is France. Yes, Orléans. that's right. Orleans, right. Orléans. And it, it's sort of indirect. It's named after the Duke of Orleans. Uh, oh, so it's Who classic. takes his name from, yeah, from mm. the region in France. I know you know the country New Zealand. Yeah. But mm. where is oh. original Zealand? Is it Belgium? It is not Brussels. Belgium. Brussels no. Is a city Wait, in Belgium. that is. <laughs> think about think about who were some Zealand. of the early. Yeah, uh, Karen. Netherlands? No. Yes. No. Yeah. Netherlands. Yes. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Yeah, that's totally right. Yeah. 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 So a- Abel Tasman, you know, after whom Tasmania was named, he was he was Dutch. He was sort of the first European to sight New Zealand. He he gave it a name originally uh, that was later changed to New Zealand after the Dutch province of Zealand. So mm. this is our New Zealand. Mm. I know you know the Canadian province of New Brunswick, but where is original Brunswick? Ooh. New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a Brunswick in New Jersey. Yeah. New Brunswick. And this one is, Brunswick. this one's not a trick, but it's a little tricky. Chris. It's Germany. It is Germany. Germany. Yeah, wow. Brun, Brunswick, you know, it's just sounded Brunswick. Brunswick. I'll give yeah. you, uh, you're right for the wrong reason. Uh, okay, great. Um, hey, I'll take it. It's named after Braunschweig, which you may have heard of. Uh, no. The city of no, Braun- no, no, no. Braunschweig, oh. which was anglicized into Brunswick. Brunswick yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I always thought it was, oh, it just sounds so tricky. English. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was in guess England. Yeah. So, uh, it was originally in Lower Saxony. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's modern day, it's yeah, right Germany. For the I like rhymes. your, I'm gonna, I know no, you know. No, it sounds German. Yeah. It sounds yeah. vaguely German. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, Brunhilde. You got yeah, it. Brunhilde. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Quick quiz. Last question. Here we go. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that is. Well, fast. you know, it, so I started. A lot of these are <laughs> a lo- yeah. England. Yeah. I know you know New Mexico, but right. where's original Mexico? <laughs> that could have been your. Uh, that could have been your uh, your sample. <laughs> is it Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Jersey? Oh, sorry. Wait, sorry. Sorry. Two more. Uh, two more. Two more. Uh, I know you know the state of New Hampshire. Yes. Yeah. Where is original Hampshire? Hampshire. Chris. England. It is England. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Hampshire yeah. County. Yeah. Shire. I don't want to. Yeah. St- yeah. Hampshire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And last one. Quick quiz. Here we go. Last one. Uh, yeah. I know you know the state of New Jersey. Oh. Uh-huh. Here we go. But where, where is, is original Jersey? Wow. It's like it must have changed its name. Jersey. England. Poland? No, not Poland. This is a again, not a trick, but tricky. Amsterdam? <laughs> Jersey. Netherlands. France. Belgium. 
Like, J is a weird... Wait, has no one said it yet? Karen, no one, her no one said it yet. Said it. No one oh, said I'm, it yet. Oh, I'm just... Jersey. France. I think when I say no, you it, you'll, oh. you'll remember. Oh. Um, uh, Chris, take a guess. Egypt. No, it, it is uh, the, the colony, the New Jersey colony, was named after the Isle of Jersey, oh. which is in the Channel Islands and is an independent region. Whoa! Yes. Huh. It is a bailiwick of Jersey. This is one of my favorite terms, the bailiwick. It's, it's, it's connected historically with the UK. Like, they're sort of on the hook to defend Jersey, you know, mili- <laughs> militarily. Jersey. Um, but they are, they are autonomous. They, they rule themselves. No yes. The, the Isle of Jersey in Wait, the, in the Channel Islands, uh, off the coast of Normandy, France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh I, the English Channel. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Nice. I, I had always assumed it was just, again, like everything else in New England, somewhere in England proper, but in no. New England. Yeah. No, no. Jersey's wow. Jersey's, they Never call it a, like a, a crown before. dependency. So, like, Isle of Man yeah, is a, is a cr- <laughs> Isle of Man, yeah. Guernsey, also a crown dependency. So, it's sort of in this weird quasi. Oh, mm-hmm. over there. Those are different. Yeah. Those are more, those are more closely tied they, to the UK. Are they yeah. in the, are, do they count as being in the UK? No. They've worded this so specifically. Yes. It is a, Possession of the crown in right of Jersey. What? Wow. wow. It is a crown dependency, but they have their own identity on the world stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about well, New Finland? Finland. Foundland. So a lot of oh, the so yeah. isn't that like literally like we New just found, found this? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. New, New found land. land. Oh my God. New found that we j- was newly found. That's so cool. I mean, I made New that house up, but town. I'm guessing that's true. <laughs> New house town. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and that's just, I mean, maybe related to that, looking at a lot of the eastern uh, cities, like like New Haven. There's no old haven. It was just, just a, like a new, new haven, haven where they were found. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Newark, New Jersey, uh, there was no old ark. It was just, this is our new ark. Like Ark of the Covenant. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's one word. Yeah. Right. New Ark. Yeah. yeah, I right. guess New Ark is a lot harder to say than Newark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. Well oh. done. Well done. Oh, my God. Newfoundland. <laughs> Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> but you're supposed to pronounce it Newfoundland, right? Yeah. Not Newfoundland. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. In New Haven. Okay. All right. And that's our all quiz number 32. Thank you guys for... Joining me, thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you had a lot of fun. Hope you hope you're gonna be like me, and I'm gonna look up a bunch of new new cities and new places <laughs> now. I just want, I'm sure there's a whole list. Oh well, I'm just gonna go in and all of them. There there are maybe fewer hard ones than you think. A lot of them are just they're obvious. England, a yeah, lot of them but are still, obvious. it's yeah. to see like how many of it know, is interesting. How yeah. many there are? Yeah, yeah. Um, and don't forget. Good job, Brand Live. Tickets are on sale. You can go to our site or you can go to bit.ly slash GJB Live to get tickets. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.